it's, it's really hard to consume high amounts of protein without shakes, unless you want to be eating six, seven meals a day. What's going on, guys? My name is Jake. I'm Asus. And this is your Body Comp Prescription, where we help you navigate through all things health and fitness. Hope you're all having an amazing day. And be sure to follow us on Instagram at BodyCompRx. Today, we're talking about protein shakes. Uh, I've been seeing a lot of people go back and forth on whether or not you should be drinking protein shakes. It's a little weird to think about because it's kind of been a staple thing um, that comes alongside fitness, transformations, all that kind of stuff for like a really long time. But I've been seeing a lot of people say that protein shakes are a waste of time. Stop drinking protein shakes. If you're trying to lose weight, there is literally no reason to be drinking protein shakes. And then on the other hand, I've seen a lot of people who really rely on protein shakes, drink two, three, four protein shakes in a day in order to hit their protein intake, right? We know that protein's really important for a lot of things, um, especially on the muscle building side, even on the fat loss side. But to just start us off, Jesus, any initial thoughts? Do you have a, a side? Do you think protein shakes are good? Do you think protein shakes are bad? Uh, what, are your, what do you think right off the bat? Right off the bat, I think my first initial reaction was, I think a lot of people who say it, they, they're not good for you and, you know, they're kind of on the bad side. Or may, 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 maybe they're talking about specifically those individuals who are just starting to fitness and are not sure if, um, you know, if protein is necessary for them. And I say this because, you know, when you're first starting off, I would say you got to focus on, you know, your nutrition, make sure you're eating healthy and, you know, also make sure you're putting your time in at the gym. But um, eventually at a certain point, you're going to need to, you know, increase your amount of protein intake and you do that by you know adding like a protein smoothie or two throughout your day so then at that point it, it does become necessary in your daily um you know nutrition yeah for sure and for those of you that don't know i mean we've covered several other supplements on here before but i'll go over protein a little bit i thought this would be a good way to do that there's a couple different kinds of protein powders that uh, people generally like rely on that uh a lot of people see in stores and stuff like that. Um, you have your general like whey, your whey concentrate, which is usually the most common. You find this at Costco, you find it all over the place. It's generally the cheapest option um, for protein supplements. Um, there's whey isolate, which is basically whey concentrate that's gone through another step, another filtration step to help remove some of those extra carbs uh, and fat from the formula. Um, and that's generally what I use, um, usually creates uh, a higher density of protein per scoop, which is nice. And then there's hydrosolates, which is a little less common for people to get because they're a little bit more expensive, but this is usually the most um, easily absorbed for your body because of the process that they um, go through. They break down the amino acids using heat. Um, so that makes it a lot more easy for your body to use. But um, generally, they, again, they cost more. And then you have like your plant-based proteins, your egg proteins, your meat proteins, stuff like that, pea protein, brown rice protein, a whole bunch of other stuff that you can choose from um, as powders, right? Um, like I said, I generally use isolate. It's kind of like that perfect balance of, you know, cost-effective, but also um, effective in the body as far as absorption and stuff like that goes. But Jesus, one of the arguments that people make for um, why you shouldn't be drinking protein, protein shakes in particular, is that they're liquid calories, right? You know, they don't fill you up as much as like eating chicken would, right? We've talked about 
this before, right? How if you're dieting and you're trying to lose weight, you kind of almost want to eat as much of your food as possible because it fills you up, right? So what do you, mm -hmm. what do you have to say about that? No, definitely. You know, I'm definitely an advocate for those who say you should be consuming and not necessarily drinking your calories. In, in this case, it's protein. Um, but my argument to that is, you know, sometimes as much as I could, you know, pack my meals in with a bunch of protein, like adding extra chicken to increase my protein intake, sometimes it just isn't enough. You know, you can only eat so much in a meal before you're like, okay, I'm kind of sick of this, or I'm kind of really oh, full, yeah. right? So, I mean, you know, you can't, you can't keep shoving that protein down your throat if it's, you know, it's not something you're enjoying. So, you know, to counter that, I'd say, you know, take as much as you can for your lunch or dinner, whatever it is, and then go ahead and add additional protein shake at the end. Got it. Yeah. I mean, I think like this is a great argument because I know that I've fought for the other side before, you know, saying that, you know, liquid calories are not the best thing when you're, when you're in a weight loss phase. But um, what I have to say about this is that most people are low on their protein intake. That's a flat out statement, not an opinion. That's a statement. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think that you can argue with people people that are struggling with their calorie deficit, right? Because that's what you need in order to lose weight. They're, they're not going over their daily calories because they're drinking too many protein shakes, right? I think that's a pretty safe assumption to make, you know, like if you're having, let's say a, a scoop of whey isolate, you're looking at a hundred, 110 calories. You know, if you're going over a hundred or 110 calories, because of protein, almost pure protein, then just sub out a couple of carbs for the same amount of protein and then you're all good to go because protein has more benefits as far as weight loss goes than carbs do. But Definitely. yeah, you know, I don't, I don't think those 100 to 200 calories from your shakes are really gonna like make or break your weight loss. So no. I think the fact that, um, you know, getting a high protein intake is a little bit more important than you know, saying, oh, you know, you, you don't want to worry about those calories because you want to eat all of them as opposed to drink them. But mm -hmm. Jake, I, I wanted to say something, you know, mm -hmm. I think I, I don't know about you, but I rather see someone go a little bit over the your calories for the day knowing that they at least met their protein intake goal. Because a lot of people, you know, they they like reach their uh, goal for the amount of calories they could consume in one day, but they're like 50 grams underneath their protein goal. Right. And yeah. I would say a protein goal to hit that mark is way more important in my opinion. Yeah, no, I, I this is something that I recommend to um, a lot of people that ask for advice, clients, a whole bunch of people, you know, like when you have macros to hit and when you have calories to hit, that's why I generally err on the side of macros as opposed to hitting your calories, because you can hit your calorie deficit by eating no protein right? And that we know that's not necessarily good. So that's why we preach macros here a lot. Because if you go over, you know, 10, 10 grams of protein on your macros, that's only 40 calories. That's not really that big of a deal. But the amount of benefits that you get from those, from those macros of protein are really high. Again, muscle building benefits, fat loss benefits, the whole nine, right? So yeah. I would agree, I would say that overshooting your protein and while overshooting your calories is still okay and not something you should stress out about 
if you hit your protein, you're in a, you're in a good place. But uh, another argument that people make um, as far as why you shouldn't be drinking uh, protein shakes go is that even if you have a good quality of protein, um, protein powder, the extra processing that these supplements go through make it less beneficial than eating protein from whole food sources. So you have any thoughts on that? Yeah, you know, I, you know, I, I understand where they're coming from. And, you know, obviously, you know, in a perfect world, we would be consuming our protein intake through, you know, our foods, you know, through our mm-hmm. dairies, through our meats. Um, and, you know, in a perfect world, we wouldn't need supplements. Mm-hmm. But also, because of, you know, how science has now, you know, blossomed into what it is today, we now know that we we have our nutrition broken down to a, like a, a a tea right so Mm -hmm. because of that we now need additional protein supplements in order to reach our goal in order to be healthy and live long you know long lives essentially um so it's it's hard to argue that i understand where people are coming from where they say you know because it's technically not a natural protein source it's technically you know processed Mm -hmm. I, i understand where they're coming from but you also understand from the other side if it wasn't for us understanding the necessity the necessary needs of, you know, consuming a X amount of protein per day, we wouldn't be able to, you know, live healthy lives or, you know, get stronger, um, you know, be fuller longer throughout our days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's kind and, of my point. Yeah, I, I, I think, again, the argument is, is really good, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. but again, at the end of the day, when you think about what protein supplements are for, what supplements are for, it's for those gaps in your diet, right? So, you know, that's, that's kind of what I have to say about that. I mean, the, the argument that's being made here is basically bioavailability. I had someone that wanted me to touch on this a little bit, so I thought I'd go over it. But bioavailability is basically the amount of nutrients that your body is like able to absorb and metabolize, you know, once you consume it, right? So that's why they're saying whole, whole uh, food sources versus a processed food source, right? So even if you're getting the same amount of Uh, macros from each and micros from each, your body's more likely to absorb and utilize the ones from the whole food source. Um, So keep that in mind. Like, obviously, again, like Jesus said, it would be very ideal if you can get all of your, all of your macros from whole food sources all the time. But, you know, we know that that's not possible all the time. You know, it's not convenient all the time. So, yeah, and I would, say, I would say if you're if you're really concerned about this, you know, maybe you should limit the amount of protein smoothies you're consuming. So if you're able to push yourself and consume your protein through, you know, whole foods, all power to you. You know, if, if that's what you want to do, then you should strive for that. Exactly. Uh, well said. I think, you know, I in in my opinion, uh, we asked Jesus about his opinion, and I think he's on the side of protein shakes. And I think I'm on the same page, honestly. Um, I think that protein shakes are super convenient. Like I said, I think they're a lot more convenient than like, you know, cooking up a whole bunch of, of, of chicken and eating it. You know, you can't always do that on the spot. You know, you can maybe prep it in the beginning of the week, which is, you know, ideal also. But sometimes you don't want to eat reheated chicken all the time. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, it's relatively cheap because I, you know, I think about this in a, in a cost Uh, in a cost way also, because, you know, when I go to the store, I look for chicken that's on the cheap side because I need to eat a lot of it in order to hit my protein intake. And it's the same thing. You can get a lot of protein for a very low cost a lot of times. 
you know, if you can find a protein that is like $2 or less per serving, you're, you know, you're golden. I mean, you're basically guaranteeing $2 or less for 20, 25, 30 grams of protein per serving, which is a lot, a lot of times going to be really helpful for most people. Cause again, they're missing out on their, uh, their daily protein intake. So definitely, but, um, also, uh, speaking about your daily protein intake, I think that, um, again, when we're talking about supplements, a lot of people need these, you know, because if you watched our macro video, you know, that we recommended 0.8 to 1.2, 1.5 grams of protein per pound of body weight. And you put that into perspective, you're a 200 pound person trying to eat a, a gram and a half of protein per pound of body weight. That's 300 grams of protein every single day. Uh, that's really hard to do. Yeah. I, I eat close to 180 to 200 grams of protein a day. And that's like, I eat a lot of protein. So mm-hmm. it's, it's really hard to consume high amounts of protein without shakes because unless you want to be eating six, seven meals a day, you know, that are basically chicken or, you know, whatever your, your protein source of choice is, I guess. But, you know, so we don't all have the time to make and eat six, seven meals a day, but we do have the time to throw a scoop of whey in a shaker and chug it for five seconds. You know, that takes yeah. almost no time at all. So yeah, agreed. Cool. Jesus, any other thoughts you want to say about protein shakes before we want to wrap this up? No, I think just to kind of summarize, I think, you know, um, those who say it's not good for you because of, you know, it's processed and all that, like I said earlier, try to limit the amount of protein you take, but also understand that when you're really serious about your uh, weight loss or, you know, muscle building, you realize how short you are from reaching your protein intake goal. You know, I've said it numerous times on this podcast about how my experience, I quickly learned the hard way where I was like, wow, I'm not eating enough protein. And I thought I was eating a lot by, you know, getting two servings of chicken per per meal. And I still wasn't meeting the goal, right? So it's kind of like inevitable. You're eventually going to need some sort of additional help, additional supplement. And that, therefore, I think that's why the beauty of having a protein shake is there. Um, but yeah, that, that's kind of where my eyes stand. Yeah, again, and you know, it's not like something you have to do every single day. It's not something you have to do two, three shakes a day. You don't have to do that if that's not what you want to do either. So keep that in mind. Well, well said, Jesus. But I want to thank you guys for tuning in. If you have any more questions about protein shakes or want any recommendations on brands, drop us a comment. We're not sponsored, so don't worry. We're not going to like <laughs> recommend any whack brands just because uh, we're not going to make any money off of it. So just all of experience. But anyways, Hope you enjoyed and uh, we'll catch you in the next one. Peace. Peace. Thanks again for tuning into our podcast. We appreciate each and every one of you who took the time to listen to this week's episode. If you enjoyed the conversation, we would love it if you shared this with someone who would find this helpful. Be sure to check us out on Instagram at BodyCompRx for more tips and information. We'll catch you guys in the next episode.